a lot of people, people, particularly people that listen to this podcast, probably have a pretty good morning routine. Yeah. Most people probably don't have yeah, a good nighttime a routine. Yeah. We've which, been hammered to have a good morning, yeah, which is you win the morning, completely you win important. The day. Yeah, but where where does the morning start? <clears throat> That's a fine point. Yeah, yeah, the morning starts the night before. Yeah. We are here because we know the outcomes in our lives are within our control. That taking absolute ownership of how we eat, sleep, train, think, and connect with each other is how we'll optimize our health and happiness. That chasing excellence is how we grab hold of what is possible. Our mission is to live on the run, always chasing, never stopping. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Excellence. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Patrick. Today, we are going to return to our three by three. A three by three is when I present you with three different ideas, three different topics, three different questions, and you give us your kind of three hot takes on each one of those. Hot takes. Hot takes. No pressure. So today, we're going to do three books that every uh, competitive athlete should read, three things that everybody's home gym should include, mm. and three ways to get a better night of sleep tonight. Mm. Do you want to do the champ the the um, competitive athletes one first? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go Three hard. books that competitive athletes should read that do not include yours. Yeah, that's like a setup, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Major influences for me: um, Obstacles the Way, Ryan Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, just like overarching thought and principle is so strong for a competitor, yeah. right? You're going to have adversity. Things are not going to go your way. That does not mean these are bad things. They actually could be like major blessings in disguise, AKA Katrin's rope climbs yep. turned her into yep. a world champion. Um, majorly influence, influential. That's one of the books I've talked about in this podcast before because it carries over to so many other things. Yeah. It's kind of one of my top fives, period. And it's uh, funny about that book that so many professional sports or professional uh, teams have, have the Patriots, yeah. the Patriots, the New England Patriots yeah. uh, read that book. I don't yeah. know if they continue to, but they yeah. have in the past. It's just interesting that he didn't, he, you know, he, I'm sure he didn't read it with that audience in mind, but but that's he didn't write it with. He that didn't audience. write it. Yeah, yes. apologies. Yeah, he didn't write it yep. with that sport or that athlete, that Absolutely. athletic in mind. But um, I think that that's a, a big place where it took hold, and then it kind of went everywhere. From yeah, there. it's so applicable to uh, what I do. Yeah, either for sure. a small business. Um, coaching, athletics, um, or parenting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Number two would be, um, probably the book that influenced me the most as a coach, which yeah. is how champions think by mm-hmm. Bob Rutella. Okay. Um, this is from a coach's perspective. So, um, real, it's really kind of impactful. He's ba- he's a sports psychologist sports with, uh, he kind of made his mark in golf. Um, but has since worked with a lot of really high level MBA and so on. Um, it kind of talks about even the conversations he's had with LeBron James, mm. um, and this no BS approach to, um, what it takes to think, act and train like a champion. Um, incredible book shaped a lot of the way that I coach. Uh, the third one would be Katrin's favorite, mm. um, mindset book, which is, um, how, um, a champion's mind. Mm-hmm. By Jim Affermauer. I'm going to pronounce that wrong. Okay. A-F-R-E-M-O-W. Put a link like to it in the show notes. Yeah. So folks can- um, a lot of like really easy read. It's a lot of uh, short little paragraphs unrelated to each other. So you can mm-hmm. almost just pick it up yep. and read it any which way yep. you want. Start anywhere you want. Yep. A lot of um, stories 
of people that have been champions in the way that they overcome adversity or the way that they stay focused, um, what their version of mental toughness is, how they kind of rose to the ranks and became the best of the best. Um, and certainly written from an athlete's perspective. Um, and that's definitely what Katrin gives a lot of credit to her mm. metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Next one. <clears throat> Three things that every home gym should include. Okay. This is, I'm a purist. This is probably gonna be a little underwhelming. Mm. <laughs> Because, like, how can you not have these things in yeah. my mind? Yeah. Um, and that would be um, a um, altitude chamber. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A personal masseuse. Yeah. Uh, it would be um, dumbbells, yeah. whether that's a pair of dumbbells. Or if you're a pretty strong guy, I would recommend getting a pair of 35s, a pair of 50s, and a pair of 70-pound dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, that's and I would get the hex dumbbells. When you guys, they're shaped like yeah, the rubber headed, the rubber headed um, hex. Yep, you're right. Yep. What, what's the what's the shape though? Why is hexagon. It, is it hexagon? Sure. Let's let's go with that and see if the internet yells at us. Okay. Did you say if the, see if the internet yells at us? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, now I'm, now I'm realizing people listen to this. And I'm freaked out a little bit. I, I very rarely think like that. Like I was just thinking, talking to you. Um, okay. So like the hex dumbbells um if you're if you have more space if you have more then maybe a pair maybe a barbell but i actually for a home gym would prefer the dumbbell Mm. um it's just easier to kind of get warmed up with it it's in which what home gym workouts kind of like imply you're going to be not spend three hours at the gym um very few people in their home gym are kind of especially if they're looking for the three major things Mm. are spending like you know doing like hour-long warm-ups and all the rest so uh, you can kind of jump into dumbbells a little bit quicker. Um, the next one would be a pull-up bar. Yeah. Um, so many things you can do with a pull-up bar. And if you're missing it, you're missing kind of some core, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> some core um, fundamental movement patterns that I think are um, kind of paramount to fitness. Yeah. Um, I also like pull-ups. Yeah. Um, and the third would be if you live in – a northern hemisphere, um, or you live where there are winters, I would get some form of runner. I would move. I would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would get a moving van for your home gym. Um, I would, I would get a um, a self-propelled. Is that the right terminology? Self-propelled treadmill. Yeah. Um, not one. So like a like a true form, like S? a true form or an air runner yep, a um, by assault. Those are called uh, self-propelled, right? Not one that you like. If speed, not, the internet 6. will yell at yeah, the, yeah, cool. Um, I would get one of those. Now, if yeah. you live where you can run outside year round, I would swap that out for a rower. Yeah. So I would choose run over row. Um, we are bipedal human beings. It's a little more natural. The most functional thing you need to do is, eh, it's arguable, is get from point A to point B, which implies moving, which implies if you want to do with intensity, which matters, it implies running. Yeah. Um, the, the, the argument there is like maybe you could argue that uh, – getting up and down and squat might be more functional than actually running. Cause if you can't, you'd be able to get up and down before you can run. But, um, so it'd be my three, I would go and man, you get good workouts with that. Like yeah. what could, there's very little you can't do. I get it. You can't do wall balls. Okay. I do thrusters. I get it. You can't do box jumps, jump. Like, like there's <laughs> yeah. the, like, you can almost do like every, you can't yeah. do kettlebell swings. Yes. You can't you swing a dumbbell. Like there's almost nothing you can't do with a pair of, uh, dumbbells, 
um, being able to run or row and a pull-up bar. Yeah. I, I, as you know, you know this, but I do most of my workouts mm. in my, in my garage, in my home gym. And I've got the 35 and the 50 dumbbells and I can do just about everything. The seventies would be nice to, to play around with, but, um, you can survive. Just so you know, I wouldn't need the seventies. Yeah. I don't like, I can yeah. like maybe dumbbell or uh, deadlifts would be, right. would be fun. But the only thing that I don't have fully that I, that I kind of wish I did was a pull-up bar that, so I use, I have a squat rack and I put the squat rack to the, the highest thing. And then I can do some dead hang pull-ups off yep. of that with a barbell. Um, but, and I'm tall, so a lot of people could have, probably do it better than I do. Yeah, it, like that the, works. The internet, but people don't know this. You're six foot seven. I mean, it's true. On a, you, on a now bad you day. lie. No. I was joking. When you say it's true, they think it's true. <laughs> no, but I am six two is yeah. so tall enough. I don't need to be any taller. Anybody taller than six two is a freak. Um, but <laughs> the and then I've got to really going to yell at us now. You just called. You just called like twenty percent. I called population like two percent of the population freaks. Uh, and then I have a rower. And it really, you're right. Like those That's those three deal, things. Right? Like they're. And I've got a few other things, obviously, but like those three things, really, like if you can't come up with a, a week full, for, full of workouts with yeah, those so things, I get then, like you're not gonna be able to do double unders. Like, yeah. okay, run, you're gonna get out of running. Like, yeah. there's so many things that you can get out of those things. Can't do ring muscle. Okay, do bar muscle ups. Like, <clears throat> yeah. um, there's a lot. Can't do dips. Like, you can do dips if you have a pair of dumbbells. You can yeah. um, put them like you can support them up and do dips on the dumbbells. Yeah, totally. All right, cool. Last one today is three ways to get a better night of sleep this evening. Okay, uh, let's start with the maybe the most tactical, the easiest is um, get your bedroom to the right temperature, mm. which science is showing us now is um, between 62 and 68 degrees. I think 68 sounds really warm, mm. but, um, but 62 to 68 is what science says where the optimal sleep happens. So really tactical, that's the first one. Um, the next one would be um, probably the next most tactical, which would be um, lights. And lights take a um, let's let's cut three different ways you can work lights to help you out. Um, two have to do with pre bedtime, and the third one has to do with while you're asleep. Um, the first one is this kind of goes into like a, maybe the last one, which is like this this nighttime routine, right? Which you're start dimming the lights. So mm. let me back up a little bit. Um, your body is, is trying really hard to get in rhythm with nature. Mm -hmm. it's, they call it the circadian rhythm. And your body is going to produce a hormone called melatonin when it starts to get dark out, telling your body it's now time to go to sleep. You're, everyone produces this. I don't say everyone. 99.9, .9, this is my made-up fact, but um, percent of people um, produce melatonin sufficiently. Yep. Um, the reason you supplement it is when your circadian rhythm is messed up to get you back onto it. Mm, got it. Prolonged is psychosomatic. Yep. You don't need it because you're doing it or you're messing things up by creating bad light situations yep. forever. This was an issue because when it got dark out, we went to bed. Mm -hmm. And then a couple <clears throat> hundred years ago, the artificial light. The internet. Bomb. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the internet a couple hundred years ago. A couple hundred ago. years That's ago. amazing. They kept it from us. I said it on a podcast, so it's true. Uh, um, the, the artificial light was invented, and man, this threw a major um, crank. So everyone talks about like the agricultural revolution as the start of the downfall of human health. Well, equally as impactful, a lot of people are saying, is the light bulb. Mm. Like the light bulb messed people up. Like now all of a sudden you can be productive past dark. Before it was like, candlelight and well, it's really dim and everywhere else was super dark it's like your body was producing enough you were sleeping enough 
Um, so what we can do to kind of like get back in that rhythm is a few things, which is dim the lights two hours before your bedtime. That will help out a ton. All of a sudden it's like you're not in this big, bright environment with all the stimulus coming in. Um, the next one would be blue light. So blue light gives us the same type of light that the sun does. So it really messes with your, um, mind and body in terms of like circadian rhythm and producing melatonin. Um, so the, the two answers to that is don't look at your devices, phone, iPad, computers, or TV two hours before bed. Mm -hmm. If you're the person that can't, can't not do that. The person that can't, but the people who won't do that, people that if you're the person, if you're the type of person that won't do that, <laughs> thank you. Um, then there's glasses and there's actually yeah. apps that you can get without yep. put a filter. iPhones over. do it auto like you. It's a it's not even an app now. You can just do it. It's, on, it's like it's a, a setting. setting. Yeah, awesome. That's even better. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I gotta do that. I'll show you later. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so what was I saying? Oh, blue light. Um. So there's even studies that go so far as like your body's so it has receptors all over. It's not just your eyes. Mm -hmm. There are literally I don't say I was about to make up another number. <laughs> there's receptors all over yeah. your body. And there was a study done where they put people in pitch black, yep. had them sleep, then they monitored them again, and they put like a little flashlight in a totally dark room under the covers behind their knee. Mm -hmm. And that light, just that was enough to disrupt their sleep. Because those receptors are saying it's daylight. Yeah. You, it's responding to something. Yeah. You need to sleep in dark. Yeah. You need to go to let your body know it's getting dark. Maybe everybody should like flip the breakers on their house at like, you know, 7 30 PM. Well, you can still keep your food cold in the fridge. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. And the last one is like create, <laughs> it kind of goes segues into that, but it's create a nighttime routine. Yeah. So maybe the first part of that is, um, stop watching tech. So tech does two things. That's one is the light. So you get the blue light, yep. but the other is just the raw stimulus of like, like, Hey, this is yep. exciting. Noises, hey, this noises, is exciting. Noises, yeah. Noise yeah. and like loud noises. <laughs> um, it's distracting. So what yeah. you want to do is, um, it's stimulating is, um, two hours before bedtime, start to put a, a lot of people, people, particularly people that listen to this podcast probably have a pretty good morning routine. Yeah. Most people probably don't have yeah, a good nighttime a routine. Yeah. We've which, been hammered to have a good morning, yeah, which is you win the morning, you win important. the day. Yeah. But where, where does the morning start? <clears throat> that's a fine point. Yeah, yeah. The morning starts the night before. Yeah. So whether that's packing your gym bag or creating, you know, whatever it is, um, creating that nighttime routine is kind of a big way that you can start to win the morning. Um, some few things that are, are kind of work well is reduce stimulus. Yep. Um, put on meditative guitar. This is our new playlist that we play at our house. Mm. It's, the Bergerons is a really rocking place. We, we, we put on meditative guitar and light candles. Awesome. Uh, um, is this kids involved or is this just like when the kids go down and we give the kids kind of the, the matches down. and tell them to run around the house. <laughs> yeah. So the kids are in charge of that with the scissors. <laughs> one with the scissors, one with the matches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Sometimes both together. It's really exciting. Lower the stimulus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stimuli. Turn all the lights off and give them those. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Kids don't know the difference in terms of like, you just start to like, and then we dim the lights. Yep. Um, it, we're not perfect at this. Yeah, so yeah. don't like think like, oh my gosh. Um, but this is what we're trying to work on. Um, Heather and I have both uh, been digging to sleep a lot yeah. recently. Um, a rec last year and a half or so. Um, if people want more of this, um, read Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Or... Check him out on the Joe Rogan podcast. He has uh, he was on I think like um, Impact Theory. Just like kind of he's around. Do the interwebs yep. from Matt Walker. He's kind of become the expert in sleep yep. hygiene and 
Um, it's amazing. Here's why sleep, why this matters. Why are we even talking about this? Mm -hmm. Um, daylight savings. When we spring forward, you lose an hour of sleep. Heart attacks in the United States that following Monday go up by 24%. In the fall, when we fall back and everyone gets an extra hour of sleep, heart attacks in the United States go down by 21%. If you think that we're talking about sleep because it's kind of like a thing that a, um, a performance coach likes to talk about, it is, I like to talk about, because it matters. Yeah. It's hugely. So I am always about trying to like create like rankings and protocols, like where do these things fall? And I'm having a hard time to figure out where sleep ranks in terms of like nutrition, training, um, um, genetics, mm-hmm. like um, environment, um, mindset, stress. Like you could make the argument that sleep is the number one because yeah. without that, you don't have the willpower to do the other ones. Yeah. Take someone that's <clears throat> totally sleep deprived and put like um, um, s- like kale and salads and apples in front of them and then also put like um, cookies and um, bagels and pizza. Yep. They're going to have a much, much harder time saying no to the bad food than somebody that got nine hours of sleep the night before. Yeah. That's for real. It matters. So if that's the case, kind of doesn't everything work off of this? Mm-hmm. Now you could say no. Everything works off your genetics is the starting point. Okay, I get that. Like you, know, you could say mindset. Okay, I. But what I'm saying is, it's at least on par with those things, if not superior. Yeah. Or more important. Yeah. One thing that um, <clears throat> I don't have it, or I don't, I don't currently, anyways. Um, but I'll be interested to see um, smart homes. I don't know if you have any. Like I mean, like Alexa is a is yeah, a, we have quote unquote smart device. But a lot a lot of light bulbs now, and, and Alexa can kind of connect to a lot of quote unquote smart light bulbs. So I bet I bet people are doing this, and I bet more and more as we understand this better, we'll kind of build set up their house so that at let's say the sun Wait, goes down can at you seven o'clock. Dim through Alexa. That's uh, yes, if you're connected to we have smart whatever. It, yeah, we I, do. And we, I don't. I've know never enough. done like Alexa. Yeah, so you dim can the set, bedroom lights. You can basically set like scenes, right? So if you wanted to have set a scene in your living room for movie My night or whatever like you can you can theoretically at least set your whole house to to go to like nighttime dim at a certain set time so i bet i, I i'm willing to bet that that's a Whoa. useful thing to figure out how to do because so then because what it is is like you don't have to make that decision anymore it's like more often oh, than not cool. the lights automatically happen and it's just like we we just got to get into the the nighttime routine. So you're saying through Alexa you believe that yeah, you like could Alexa you could just like do as a preset app, thing yeah apple has home kit um, and there are a couple more players in the space of relative smart homes. to when the sun sets. Yeah. You could say, "Whoa!" Yeah, so it's worth doing. Um, have you removed the phone from your bedroom yet? I think we talked about that, and you'd still were taking the phone to bed. Um, and and if not, why not? And if so, like, what have you found to be useful there? Um, if not, it's because I'm um, I forget. Yeah, um, I am probably two nights a week with the phone downstairs. Yeah. I am not, that's where I am right now. Yeah. Now that you just said that reminded me though, um, I'm making commitment to you, to me and to everyone else listening on the interwebs. Um, I'm going to start to leave my phone downstairs. Awesome. That's uh, good. Last thing we we spent most of this through, right through talking about sleep, but do you, have you <laughs> had any experience, um, with like stuff like, like CBD stuff or is it the melatonin that you can kind of like a pop a pill before yep. you go to sleep? Is, is that anything you found? So you mel- kind of mentioned that like it's a yeah. Band-Aid, but have you found anything other than that? To- so CBD, um, I have not, I haven't, so here's, I haven't experimented with enough to kind of have a, a really well-formed um, 
opinion. Yeah. Um, what I, I have people, seen is people shoot me notes to see. So if what you have I have, yes. Yeah, so, so I don't have one yet. Okay. I'm going to reserve. That's why we haven't talked about it in this podcast yet. Because um, what I'm also seeing is a crazy wide spectrum. Yeah. From because um, I do have some of my athletes yeah. using it. Um, some are like I don't see anything. Other ones like it's changing my life. Um, so I need to kind of like. I need more data and inputs and time to figure it, to actually have a really well-formed opinion on that. The melatonin one, we touched on a little bit. Yeah. Um, it does work with the time to use it is, um, when you're traveling through different time zones mm, and your point. body is messed up yeah. and it's circadian rhythm is not matching up. Yeah. So if you travel, um, from, uh, you know, across the pond to Europe, you're six hours off. Yeah. You're not going to fall asleep. Because your melatonin is not going to be released because it's a rhythm thing. So I call it the circadian rhythm. What you can do is you can synthetically, if you want to call it that, it's not. But if you want to um, supplement with it, that will work. Now, what won't work is you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it because you will fall into rhythm. And that's what's more important than the... The, the supplement form. Got it. Okay. That was three books that every competitive athlete should read, three things that every home gym should have, and probably like seven things to get a better night of sleep <laughs> tonight. Thanks, Ben. We'll see everybody next week. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening.